2: Right Rug Flooring.
1: I know you'll be alright even when times get hard and you feel like you're in the dark. You will see just how beautiful life can be when you soften your heart. You can finally start to live
3: your life. Welcome back to the truthiest life. It's your host, Lisa Haim. And today I'm going to do a little solo episode. I don't do a lot of these, but what you might not know is that I'm part of the Amy Brown podcast network, which is part of iHeartMedia. And Amy is somebody who has always kind of been drawn to the type of content that I share on social media and said, Hey, you say interesting things. You should have a podcast. And I'm so grateful for Amy because she's the type of person that saw something in me said, Hey, what you're doing is important. Um, I want to amplify your voice and push me out of my comfort zone to create this podcast in general. So thank you, Amy. But, um, when I started this podcast, I thought, okay, what is a podcast? You interview guests on a podcast, Lisa, you love talking to people, you know, some really interesting people, you, that will be what your podcast is about. And in doing so, I've kind of been giving all of you a disservice where I'm sharing all this kind of really interesting dope content on different platforms. Why do I keep saying dope? This, I'm sharing these interesting content on different platforms, such as my newsletter, Each week, by the way, if you want to join my newsletter, I'll put the link below in the show notes, but each week I put out something interesting in that newsletter and I always hear back from people that say, wow, Lisa, this makes so much sense. Thank you for sharing this. Um, it resonated with me or wow. I never thought of it that way. And I thought this week I could go a little bit deeper into what I recently shared and just kind of share some other thoughts that are on my mind, especially right now. I've been on about a nine day social media break and it kind of takes seven to nine days for me to put some thoughts together and come out of this with a little bit more clarity than when I go in. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about how we as humans accidentally avoid happiness, why we do it how to maximize pleasure and happiness and invite it back into our lives. And I'll share a little bit about my social media breaks, why I do them, what goes on during them, and bring on a topic that I've actually never spoken about before and don't plan to put in my newsletters. But it's something that um, I'm really ruminating on right now as I kind of think about the last year of everything political and social justice-wise, and how I've internalized a lot of that energy, for lack of a better word. And lastly, I'm going to talk about why it's so damn hard for you to possibly feel good on the internet and what to look out for so that you can, again, gain a little perspective, maximize the happiness in your life, and try the best we can to view life through a better reality than the one that we're currently looking at it through. So just a little disclaimer as this is on happiness. Um, I I don't think that I'm overly optimistic or a positive person. People always say to me, Lisa, you're so positive, which always strikes me as funny because I don't feel like my husband would say that. But, um, you know, as somebody who struggles with mental health, and I think we all do in some way, I, I don't think that my goal is never to chase away the bad feelings. And, it, it's not how I even approach the harder days of my life. But one thing I do do, 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 that always cracks me up when I say those two words next to each other. But one thing that I do try to do, and I think we can all do is maximize the happiness in our lives more than we are right now. So I see an opportunity and I want to take it and take you along for the journey to help you better embrace happiness and allow it to seep into not just your mind, but into your body as well. Because happiness is not just a feeling, it's a chemical change. And it's not to say that we can kind of always be in in that state, but to balance the cortisol and the stress hormones in our body, we need to make sure that any bits of joy and pleasure that are around us, and they are all around us, are being maximized to create that balance in our body, that softness. So that's what we're going to do today. So the first topic we're going to talk about today is why we avoid happiness so why do we avoid happiness you'd think that when things make us happy it's really easy to just partake in them but i don't know if you're anything like me that might be hard for you and maybe you haven't noticed it so some places that i've noticed it in my life over the years has been when things are going really good in my life i start to worry about what can go wrong so in relationships in work and all these things it's like things are absolutely fine in the present but I'm already creating the situation of what if, and just take a moment to apply that to your life and notice how your body changes in terms of its nervous system and tension and what you start to hold on to. And another place that I notice that I do it is through the distractions on my phone. So oftentimes it'll be a Saturday or a Sunday and my nieces and my nephew are playing outside and. It's a joyful moment where I've got nothing else to do and I grab my phone and I go into Instagram or I tap any of the the social media apps that I'm kind of addicted to tapping and I go into this other place. And in reality, the only place I need to be is watching my nieces splash around in the pool. When I notice that I'm robbing myself of that moment, I can return to it and be present in the simplest of things. And it changes everything in my body. So maybe that applies to you or not in some way or another. One of those examples, maybe you can think of another way that you're possibly dodging happiness. But regardless, these moments are everywhere. They're in bits of food that we eat, um, delicious meals. You know, there's a moment to just, "Mm, this is good. This is good. The weather outside is good. This is good. I'm so lucky to have a roof over my head. This is good. You know, these gratitude moments, they're really everywhere. Again, the purpose is not to always be happy throughout the entire day even, but it's to soak up these micro moments of happiness. So the question is, why do we do this? And last summer, so June 2020, I took an online program. I'll share that in the show notes as well, called The Power of Awareness with Tara Brock and Jack Kornfield. It's this like huge online program. I've talked about it before. And Tara talks about something called the negativity bias. And it's basically how we as humans are designed to survive. And our survival depends on our ability to scan for danger. And while this was a super helpful technique um, that our bodies and minds use to keep us out of danger, to scan for anything that could go wrong and keep us safe, We're kind of in a situation where a lot of times we are actually safe, but we're still in the scanning mode and the lookout for danger. So we're in a place where we can kind of rest and calm down, yet we've still got all our feelers out into the world to make sure nothing goes wrong only with that recognition that can we first say, wow, our bodies and our minds are really cool. Like no wonder we've survived so many hard things in life as a species because we are really well equipped to look out for danger and react to it. But we also have to realize here that we are also reacting when there is no danger and how that state of detect and protect keeps our nervous system really ramped up rather than being in that soft place where we can just enjoy whatever that is that we're enjoying so i think when we look at it through that lens we bring a really nice piece of compassion into it because it's so cool that our bodies and minds do that but on the other hand how can we better support ourselves with this knowledge And so for me, it starts with a few steps and step one is noticing my reaction, noticing my habit, right? So when I grab my cell phone, just distracted when something good is going on, or I'm in a really great place at work or my relationship, but I'm creating some, some chaos because I think I have to, or I'm worried about what could go wrong. It's to notice, notice my mental reaction, notice my physical body changes And see what my body is trying to do in the name of safety. And then I assess, am I safe in this moment? Is it okay if I put my phone down? Is it okay if I just savor this bite of delicious food one minute longer? Or if I just savor the sweet spot of my relationship being actually easy for just a moment, knowing that it probably will become more challenging in a little bit of time for whatever reason, And if it is safe, I need to really let my body know that I can ditch, detect and protect mode. So what does that mean to let your body know? Oh gosh. Okay. So you have to realize that it's not just your mind that's active, your body's in this state. And some things that I like to do to let my body know I'm safe is first of all, tell it that it's safe. Hey body, you are safe. You are safe. You are safe. Maybe I'll give myself a hug. I really believe in self-touch. If you're comfortable right now, maybe give yourself a little hug and even repeat, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe. L-A-S-I-K,
1: LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K,
0: LASIK.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.
2: Visit RightRug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
3: And once I feel that chemical shift, and you will feel it, if you maybe just heard my sigh, my exhale, like... There's something big happened. I shifted even as I was doing that, even just for giving you the example. And then I can deactivate my blast off mode, my desire to get away from myself or the present moment and shift into presence. And presence is where happiness is and where we can maximize it. So again this isn't easy stuff it requires some skills some thought some tenderness where you probably want to yell at yourself and it's really all this stuff that we're too busy to do in regular life right the conscious brain thinks that we're too busy to slow down or i can't put my cell phone down while my nieces are playing because i have work to do i need to post on instagram to stay relevant you know but It's once you really feel how maximized simple pleasure can be in your life from whatever it is, really everything else changes because all those things that we're chasing after that we think will bring us happiness, we realize we don't have to do that chase. We don't need more money, more vacations, more this, more that, because there's this calm created from the inside out. So in some, experiencing happiness is a function of our willingness to stay with presence, but we need to fight for it so that we can soak up the good and truly get joy from joy. So these social media breaks that I take, they're kind of my fight for it. They're my fight for all of what life has to offer. But for me, and this might not be right for you, I have to break free from the habits that I accidentally return to no matter how many times I try to do better and create good boundaries with social media and I have pretty good ones but I still you know I'm a 30 year old something and that just is as addicted to it as you are probably but when I break free from it when I take a hard break from that I break free from that trance of what I'm what am I doing here right and I have a quite a time to soak up the good in my life and these breaks are not all fun and games. I've said that a bit before. Normally, it starts with the opposite of fun and games where it gets kind of murky for a second, you know? it's it. I stop the go, 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 and I just sit with myself. And there's a reason people don't like meditating. There's a reason people don't like sitting with themselves because all sorts of shit comes up. <laughs> and it's the stuff that you're trying to push down that you don't want to deal with. But one thing I've noticed is that When they come up and I I do, I'm calling it emotional sifting. When I emotionally sift through things, one thing at a time, the heavy stuff isn't as heavy as I thought it was. I know exactly what I need to do to get through that dark stuff. And even if there isn't something I can do to fix it, now I understand what's kind of grabbing at me all the time and I can insert compassion into those moments So yeah, these social media breaks are my homecoming and coming home isn't always you walk in and the lights are on and dinner served, right? Sometimes you walk in and you're like, oh shoot, I got to clean up a little bit before this could feel like home again. So now that I'm on like day nine, you know, you hear a little bit of chipperness in my voice and that is because I've done some of the heavy processing. There's so many benefits to these breaks, but if I had to simplify it in one word, they're simply my homecoming. So the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about today is how the internet is filled with a lot of extremisms. I always say if I was an influencer 10 years ago, I would have had millions and billions of followers. Doesn't mean I'd be happy, but your girl would be a star. And it's because I was so extreme and I really, I, I, not just It's not that I knew how to sell a story. It's that everything I did was over dramatized because I needed attention. Um, And everything I did was extreme. And I don't think we realize how the internet is filled with dramatizing everything. From big moments in our life to the not big moments in our life this is what influencers do this is what writers do um and we see this all over the internet that the dramatization of stories and headlines is what pulls us in you know the most boring story on the internet with a good headline about a dog rides a pool float across the pool and makes it to the other side we're probably going to click it right and that was a really random example but We want to see it. And the result is, other than that kind of funny example, is that the internet is filled with information disguised as entertainment. And when we think that, you know, oh, I'll just click this headline. It's benign enough. I'll just spend a little more time on social media. I'll just scroll a little bit more. You know, this is entertainment. I think we forget That it's not reality. And we begin to think, this is my key point here, that everyone is experiencing something that we're not. So I know every summer in like July, everyone I know is vacationing in Greece or Europe. And I'm always like, oh, everyone's in Greece and Europe. Why am I not in Greece and Europe? You know? or everybody's getting married. If you're single, you're probably like, all of my friends are getting married and not me, or everyone on the internet is getting married and not me, or having babies, you know, everybody's pregnant. Then you feel like maybe you're the only one and you're falling behind, but that's just what people share. Influencers are not, you know, if you go on, if you're a Facebook user or use social media for just, you know, your, your close friends, those are the moments that people share. So we've got influencers sharing extremism of, of what they're doing. We've got normal people sharing the highlight reels of their life because those are the moments that are worth publishing. And then we've got headlines and creators kind of pulling us in with these dramatized headlines that make us all think that it's just pure entertainment. But It's not. And it's not to say that social media is good or bad or the Internet is good or bad. That's not the case that I'm here to make. But it's here to really help us take a Zoom out and realize that when we see what other people are doing and we think everyone is doing it because look at my feed, that is not reality. That is just the outliers that are sharing those big moments in their life or dramatizing those moments of their life. And it's not to say that we can't be happy for those people that are, are experiencing big things, but I think it's, it's something that's important to realize when we get a case of the poor me's. And now it's not always all positive stuff. It's also been a lot of negative stuff, especially this past year when it came to, um, you know, politics and so forth. But you also might see people that are getting sick and sharing their story on Facebook and think, Or any social media platform and think, okay, everybody's getting sick. Everybody has this disease. Everybody has that disease. But again, you're just seeing that population share that. That's not everyone. And so maybe if you're developing a fear of getting sick or something bad happening, take a second to realize just because you are viewing it and these are true things doesn't mean that the proportion of it happening is necessarily at the level that you think that it is. I think that. This past year, you know, going, I'm not going to get into politics and so forth, but I know for one that I truly believed that I had a better lens into the world because I spend time on social media than let's say my mom who doesn't have social media, right? She consumes just anything that's on the news and her community you know, my family doesn't use social media like I do. So I thought, okay, I've got an ear to the street. But the one thing I've learned is that I don't have an ear to the street. I have an ear to one street in the entire world. (laughs) And just because I'm attuned to what's going on in this lane, in this street, doesn't mean that I know the temperature of the world or that I know anything different or better or more attuned to reality than necessarily they do. And I think that's just the important takeaway is that I can take in information and it's still real. People are still mad about this. A lot of people feel this way, but it's important to remember that my perception is always going to be a result of my individual reality, what information I've personally consumed. And what I love about this is that's how I cue compassion for other people. That's how I allow curiosity to come back into the picture. And that's how I become an amazing listener and return to being a student of life rather than somebody who has all the answers or thinks that they know it all just because you know I've consumed so much information that I must be right. And I think that's humbling and it also returns you back to safety. So what is the answer? I think the answer is just really recognizing that we don't know anything and with that you'd think terror arises but actually it's peace i swear i feel more peaceful saying that sentence i don't know anything than i do pretending like i understand everything those are my thoughts for today the goal is to truly live in a world where we put our devices down more where we have conversations with strangers and our loved ones more and we really stay humble and zoom out a lot of the times when we're way too zoomed in. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it's about, just rebecoming students of life again, bringing back curiosity, bringing back compassion for other people and allowing ourselves to have the joy take over when it's available to us. And that's my, my goal for, you know, my last two months or so of pregnancy that I've got. Maybe that's your summer, summer goal too. Maybe you could just notice where these little droplets of joy are available for you and soak them up a little bit harder. I promise it will do amazing things for your nervous system, which is the most important thing to foster and nourish because it's too easy to kind of, you know, let it go out of control with cortisol and stress. If you like these thoughts, come hang out with me in my newsletter where I bring them a little bit more. I'll put that information below. I've had a, a really nice time doing a quick little solo episode. If you like it, I'd obviously love to hear from you that you liked it. Thank you for for being my truthiest life family and giving me a safe place to share all that goes on in this crazy noggin of mine. Hope you all have a great day. Thanks for hanging with me. See you next week. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.